Okay, we are here. We're back. Hope all is well. This is Agent Talk Podcast. I am here live with my wife, Lydia Grady, and also with our little man, Roman Grady, who is currently asleep in her arms, milk drunk. Uh, so, babe, we are eight days in. How are you feeling? I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that's... The main word? Yes. Tired. Why? Love and life, but tired. Okay. What, how would you describe life so far with him? It's been, you know, he delivered April 8th. It's now April Thursday, April 16th. It's been a little over a week. What's life, you know, been like? Pretty simple. The, well, at least our schedule is pretty simple. He eats, he sleeps, he poops. He might fuss a little bit if he's tired. That's pretty much the day-to-day life. Go outside for a little bit, but everything revolves around him now. Hmm. Yeah. What would you say has been the hardest adjustment so far with him being home? I would say there are two. One being that I'm very much used to being independent and if I need something, whether it's from the store or I need to go outside or I need to fill up my water, I'm normally able to do those things on my own, Mm -hmm. but putting my pride aside and asking you has been been hard. I like though, you, I will say the fact that you now are willing to ask me to fill up your water, (laughs) that is a victory considering Mm -hmm. how it was when we first started dating. Yeah, and there's a second thing. Um, I guess you don't realize how (coughs) dependent babies are on their mom until you have one. Hmm. You realize I couldn't even right now if I wanted to go to the store, I couldn't go without him because he might need something in the 45 minutes that I'm gone. So just knowing that there's a child that's dependent on you really every waking moment or sleep moment. He is in need of something. What would you say he is most dependent on you for? Mm, one would be love, and then obviously milk. Milk, <laughs> yeah, food. Okay, so let's get into that. So you're breastfeeding. Yeah. How has that experience been? It's been great so far. I've heard of a lot of women having harder experiences breastfeeding, whether it's not um, enjoying it because it's painful or their baby isn't latching properly, so it's causing them a lot of pain. But he latched the day of and needs all day long, but it's been a great experience so far. So can you get more into the he eats all day long? Like give people like the specifics. So if he were to wake up at, take, well, really take naps. If he were to take a nap from, let's say his last nap was 3 a.m. to 5 a.m., he'd wake up at 5, maybe eat from the right side at 5.05 for five minutes, and then he moves to the left side maybe for seven minutes, and then back to the right side for a few minutes. He cluster feeds right now, so it's very much... Just a few minutes here, a few minutes here, just until he's content. 
but that's it's like that all day long so he feeds um, a lot yeah so question that i posted on instagram is a baby who is breastfed by someone that is vegan is the breast milk vegan is roman vegan yes why is he vegan because i'm vegan that's it yes that's simple okay <laughs> we'll leave it at that uh okay so can we talk about sleep one <laughs> so how has the sleep been since he's been home hard tough the first few days you're just excited to wake up because you get to see him and you're and you're filled with so much joy he's not that i'm not filled with joy now when i wake up but the first few days you're like oh my gosh it's 3 a.m he's awake he's so cute i love him he's home yay but like last night mm, probably couldn't say the same yeah you'd wake up Oh, you're, you're hungry again. How often do you would you say he's waking up? In the night, at least. Every one to two hours. Because okay. when you feed, it's the start of a feed. So if he feeds for at midnight and he feeds for 30 minutes, it's really two hours from midnight, not 12.30. So the sleep is hard. How would you say the sleep is? So I am blessed. <laughs> that you have really taken just the lead role in regards to you know well, his needs essentially but you know to that being said i can't feed him mm -hmm. you have acknowledged you know you being up in the middle of the night right mm -hmm. as he eats if he's gonna poop it makes sense you know you've taken that at least on you and i'm thankful for it to where you've allowed me to sleep mm -hmm. um you know, I still find myself waking up a little bit here and there when he goes on his tantrums. But for the most part, you know, I really wake up. I ask Lid, you know, if she's good. She every time says yes. And I'm really waiting for the moment that she says, nope, it's your turn. And then I will be shook. Um, but you really have, you know, just kind of, oh, there you go, stretching out. Um, but you really just taking the lead with that. So I've been fortunate. Um, just kind of in that department, but I will admit, you know, I definitely see just in your wife, you know, you can see when she's, you know, tired. Uh, you can see when she maybe, you know, had a rough night with the little man. You know, those are things that when you're actually paying attention, I think you can notice. Um, I think you could nap more. I think, you know, that's one tip that multiple people said in sleep when the baby sleeps. But you also, as a mom, you feel guilty sleeping because, especially during the day, because there are things that could be done. Like what? Cleaning up, laundry. So I could be doing more of that to kind of offset. Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying that, but it, you definitely don't feel right sleeping during the day. Well, sometimes when he sleeps, you just stare at him. Because he's cute. <laughs> It is cute, it is cute. Okay, so next topic. So how has, I guess, our marriage been, would you say? Full transparency, yeah. Like, yeah. It's been one of the biggest shocks since having him. I guess because your attention, really all of your attention goes towards Roman. So either my full attention is with him and you're able to get stuff done and be productive throughout the day, or you have him 
and I'm able to be productive. So, but it's never together. Together. Yeah. So I think that's been hard adjusting where even in physical touch, it's like, okay, maybe we hug and kiss once a day and then, okay, on the day, OP needs to feed. Oh, you have to get work done. Oh, you have a call. Oh, I'm going to make a meal. So it's been the biggest shock because people never spoke on that in terms hmm. of having children, <clears throat> what it does to your relationship. People always say, oh, you got to put your relationship first before your children, but how do you do that? Really, yeah. yeah, give tips and ways, or they're not really transparent on it happens immediately after he's born that sometimes you don't feel connected at all to your spouse. Yeah, that's true. I think it's a part of the process. Um, we are in a spot where we are really like routine is changing, and yeah. you know, for me, I was in a routine. Like before he came, I was at, you know, wake up, 4 a.m., you know, people that follow on Insta, like 5 a.m. crew, right? There ain't been no <laughs> 5 a.m. crew. But I've realized like it's okay for the routine to change, you know, is, you know, I was talking with Mark Davis and one thing he was saying is you have to initially adapt to the baby. Mm -hmm. Like he's not just gonna come out the womb and start living how we live. Like that's ridiculous to even think. And so for me, it's more so trying to make sure that I'm able to develop still a routine that is beneficial. You know, rather it is, you know, right now it's 8.40. I don't been sleep 40 minutes ago. And now we're recording an episode. And so it's a challenge for sure. Um, but I think, like I said, it's expected, you know. But you have to be okay with the change because mm. I think if you were to still try to keep the schedule that you I've had, heard. you would you would not only be tired and exhausted, but I think you'd have resentment of cool. I'm so used to the schedule. Now he's just, not this is mm. just how it's done and now this little baby that came to this world is messing everything up. But yeah, that's I true. That your perspective and ability to adapt to that and just take it one yeah. day at a time, you know, today I might wake up and work out at 8 a.m. Tomorrow it might be 2 o'clock in the afternoon, but that's okay. That's true. And I think, I, it, to me, it's more about the hours, regardless. Like, last night, I probably still slept my eight hours. Yeah. It's just about what are you doing with those hours? Like, tonight, we'll go bathe him, yeah. get in the bed, probably, like, maybe you'll shower or watch something we said earlier, you know, maybe you'll watch something on Disney+. Plus. But that's crazy. Like we parents, we about to turn on the cartoons for him. But you know, oh yeah, not him. We'll watch it though. I'll be watching. But you know, even tonight after that, while y'all are sleeping, for me, because I did sleep in a little early, you know, later today. Woke up maybe like seven or so. If I'm gonna be up another two hours, what am I doing with those two hours? And that's what I think the issue for a lot of people it. Like I realized, I thought it was about the 4 a.m. Like it had to be that time. But it's just about what are you doing with those hours is, you know, the most important thing. We had argued about that. Yeah, would it, would it change? Yeah. You had said, no, regardless if he's here, I'm gonna be up at 4 a.m. at the gym. But yeah. That's not I will say though, with the, in the light of the situation, there is no gym, yeah. you know, that was I'm taken away. 
it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, really relatively timely, I would say. One thing, so going back to us two in the marriage, I would say one area that has been a struggle for me is in the touch. Cause he gets all the touch. You even said like, you're, oh, I just realized I love touching him. Yeah, I know. Or is she's rubbing his hair as she just proceeds to do right now. She holding him, you know, he giving the love on the breast milk. So it's like, look at how you get a hug and a kiss. <laughs> That's awesome. And it is different. You know, we, again, full transparency, like last night, I tried to move his little docker talk thing out the middle of the bed so I could squeeze up next to my wife and cover her. And she says, what are you doing? My arm is on that. I said, okay. And I ended up turning around, shed some tears because I was hurt. Like my wife just, I'm trying to love on you. And she's talking about, get out the way. But then to that, our lack of communication about it turned today into a rough day between yes. us. So. Which is my fault because I held it in, uh, held in some sort of resentment, hurt from that. Yeah. So I do think it's on both sides to really be intentional about serving each other's needs. And But you have to voice that yeah. because with being tired and your focus is now on a baby that needs Everything. 24-7, mm -hmm. if you don't voice it and you don't communicate it, it's lost in the wind. Um, yeah, and then you end up just holding on to it and it does. And then being mad well, yeah. and snappy. That's true. That's very true. Okay, so <clears throat> how are you feeling overall eight days out? Your body, you went through what people would deem like a traumatic, you know, experience. How are you feeling overall, would you say? I think the recovery is a lot tougher than I anticipated. I'm used to recovering from stuff. Oh, it might be out of activity or whatever it might be for a few days. But now being eight days into this, my body is not recovering as quick as I thought it would. Hmm. Um, which is kind of humbling because you can go into it with an expectation of, oh, I'll be back to walking around within a few days and now I go through a grocery store and I come out crying because Can we uh <laughs> briefly touch on the Whole Foods experience? Like what honestly. Like we went I had the expectation that you're gonna wait in the car. This was like four days ago. Yeah. Saturday. This was Saturday after his pediatrician appointment. Monday. Monday, right. Yeah. yeah, right. Okay. Um I had the expectation of okay, I have not been able to go do something by myself. I'm gonna go walk to the grocery store, get everything we need with the expectation of my body should be able to do this. Not, hey body, are you able to do mm. this? It's just, no, you should be able right. to do this right now. And after walking through the aisles with everything going on, everything is one way. So I didn't realize going through Whole Foods, I would have to weave through the maze of the entire grocery store to get out. Um, so coming out, I was in tears because my body didn't respond well to it. And it's, hmm. you're almost mad because you're wondering, okay, body, like why, why aren't you able to do something as simple as walking through the grocery store? But at the same time, it's like, okay, you're not able to do this, then you're not ready, which is a bit humbling. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because you're 
used to really pushing your body. Or just being independent if I need something. <clears throat> okay, we need groceries. I'm going to the grocery store. Not anymore. Now we need. We can go, but Joshua Grady going shopping. I'm going. Okay. Uh, what would you say overall is like what you most didn't expect? You know, you just spoke on with your body. You know, that was kind of a shock. What would you say is like the one thing that you is going on or happened, whatever, anything about him that you just didn't expect? What'd you say? I mean, I guess you never really know how needy a child is until you have your own. Hmm. He just depends on me for everything. It's not like, oh, Roman, you're hungry. Go grab something to eat. Like, yeah. You're on your own. Which, even having Chance before, you think like, oh, this will prepare you for a child. We raised a dog. <laughs> but a dog... It was very minuscule. Even as a puppy, okay, he can go play off. Okay, we're going to yeah. a basketball game. You we're put going him in, somewhere. Yeah, you're going true. in a crate. A baby? Coming. <laughs> They're going baby. wherever baby. you're Baby's going. Coming. There is no personal space anymore. Yeah. Oh, you're in the shower. Oh, it looks like he's gonna sit in the dark right, towel yeah. on the floor and be in a whole thing. So mm. that's I told Trey and Mark Tavis both. They asked, you know, how's it going so far? And I said there is no debate at all at who is calling the shots right now. Like he is just baby needs some, baby crying, you up. You know, it's just that's how it is. But I think it's about really maintaining the perspective of always having like gratitude towards it. You know, I think it's easy to, at least for me, you know, to even just be like, <laughs> like it's 3 a.m. and I hear when he cry, like he be hollering. It's easy to be like, oh, I, was trying, I was sleeping good, you know, <laughs> but it's a part of it. And I think like you just did, you just laughed and you mentioned this is since he came, Aside really from today, we, there has been so much laughter. Still yeah, it could be. Yeah, it really could be. But so, what is he like? Obviously, he's needy. You know, what is he like? Like, you carry this being for nine months. And shout out my man Marcus Wingate. Marcus on Twitter responded when I posted his the dates. He was the only one that I think caught on to the fact that he was born nine months on the dot. So shout out Marcus, cause he had mentioned that. What is he like, would you say? Just chill. You hear about a lot of newborns crying and I don't know, causing a little more stress than yeah. other children, but he's pretty chill. When he cries, it's a reason for it. Yeah. There's a reason. That's one, like what would you say are the, there's like, what, three reasons you say he cries? What would you say? I mean, per like the book. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's but from what you've seen too, because you kind of been spot on. I mean, if he has a wet diaper, if he's pooped, if he's hungry, if he just wants to be loved on. What are the difference? What's the one that's like the angry cry? The angry cry is normally a wet diaper. Hmm. Because poop, I mean, he'll like, how would you describe that? What? When he poops. Okay. I don't know. Like we, 
Did we? I don't know if we have yet to talk about this on here. So Lydia, Lynn, oh I, no, have we talked about when I first changed the diaper on here yet? And I attempted. I don't think we have. If we have it, we'll run it back. No, I'm talking about. Oh, we can talk about both of them. So we're about to talk about some poop real quick. Just FYI. So one, I have yet to change a diaper. Eight days in, I've yet to change a diaper. Full transparency. A little embarrassed to say that. But it's okay. I ask. Liz says, I got it. She got it. We're good. But I tried to change his diaper once. And it was a big fail. Big mistake. You threw me into the fire. So he had a poop diaper. She knew I think it was poop, but we didn't know what all it was. So I'm like, okay, I got it. Like, I'm going in. I'm ready. I got my armor on. I'm like, I'm going into duty. And I'm like excited, like let's go. I get to at least, you know, check it off the list. Cause I know once I do it once, I'm good. But I bowed out. <laughs> I go to change his diaper. I just pull it off. And I didn't know that if you like kind of move his legs, more can come out. So I lift his legs up. Cause I'm like, oh, okay, I've seen Lit do it. Like that's what she does, so I'm gonna do it. And it just, a second wave just, whew, just comes out on his back, his hips, but that's not even the worst part. I literally saw this little man have a fart bubble, but it was like, you could see it. It's like this brown bubble just growing. And at that point, it was still black, I think. Yeah, yeah, but it was hurt. We'll just put it like that. I bowed out. I was unsuccessful in my attempt. But, and then the other one she was talking about, basically he didn't have his diaper on at the pediatrician. I just thought I was gonna pee him real quick before putting on his new diaper. And I heard him get quiet and he blew out all over my hand, on the wall, on, on the, the table, floor. On the floor. In the pediatrician's office. I don't even think they know. So hopefully they don't hear this episode. Um, okay, so. What, how would you like about him? What has maybe like surprised you? Anything like in particular that's like just like unique to him? Would you say like what is it about him that's like I love this about him that he does this anything? Just that he knows what comes from mom. Hmm. He could be upset, and the moment he's put on my chest, he's quiet. So just knowing. That he already has that bond with me. I think that's Did you feel instantly connected to him? Mm, yeah, because it was pretty similar in the hospital. As soon as they go and weigh him and he's crying and screaming at the moment he was put on my chest, he was quiet. So I think that's been the coolest thing. What would you say? What would I say about what? That's unique to him? Yeah. Um, I want to say maybe unique to him, but... I really love just holding him and looking at him in his eyes. We still don't really know what his eye colors are gonna, or his eye color is gonna be, but just seeing him recognize me, like seeing his eyes like follow, and I'm, and I get feel I could be wrong because I know you said you know babies right now can only see kind of like blobs, I guess, blurry images. 
But seeing his eyes kind of trace my eyes, it's just like, you my son. Like, looking at me. Like, that's kind of cool. I will also say yesterday for the first time, it felt like he held my finger. Like, he squeezed on my finger. Like, we were kind of holding hands. Actually, before you sat down, we kind of had a moment where I was just holding him right here. And I was just, like, I had my hand on his chest with, or like on both of his hands, just on his chest and just like, thank you God, you know, for him. And I don't know, it's just, it's such a surreal feeling. Like we're looking at him right now, he's asleep. He's just so at peace, he's at rest. He knows kind of already like these people have me taken care of, especially mom. Like he goes to you for comfort. He goes to you for food. You know, I'm already telling you, you know, he's about to be a mama's boy. No question is asked as she rocks him. You know, he's scrunching up his face. Um, so one thing that we've talked about is trust and just, you know, a baby's trust, a newborn's trust. How would you say that, like, what revelation of a baby's trust do you think you've had since he's been here? What revelation have I had? As he yeah. <laughs> gets to the fed. Because he goes to you for everything. Yeah. He knows that it's like, okay, she's going to feed me. He knows when he cries, like, she's going to change my diaper. What would you say you think would be the long-term benefits of that trust that's being developed right now? I mean, there is research that shows that babies develop almost all of their trust within the first six months. So if you can tend to their needs in the first six months, like that affects who they trust and how they trust us in the future. So you think a baby's who as of right now, who when they cry, the parents come, when they cry, they get fed, when they cry, they get their diaper changed, that them as a person in the long run will have more trust in their parents. Absolutely. Do you think that filters out to trust with other people? As long as it's continued to be nourished throughout hmm. his early childhood. If you were to at six months be like, oh, um, all right, you're on your own, you know what, you have a poopy diaper, I might, give you a few extra minutes to sit in it yeah. and I think you can diminish the this effects of it. Hmm. What would you say now that he's here, we've had him here, do you have any fears related to him? Mm. Any doubts? Any I guess you just think about the day that he won't desire like all the cuddles that he gets right now. You thinking about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because, because right now he literally needs me for everything. You are already and, thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, but the day that like before he goes to bed and he doesn't want to be read to or cuddled for a little bit and it's just okay put me in my crib. You're gonna be hurt, huh? Hurt. Yeah. What would you say having Roman has revealed to you about God? 
now that he's here, you know, we're praying heavy going into delivery. Yeah. He's been here eight days. What would you say, like, it's showing you about who God is? The more you resemble the character of God in being a parent, the easier it is. What's that look like? Whether it's being selfless or being joyful, even when times are tough, being loving, regardless of the circumstance. The more you can act like God in being a parent, the more, mm. I guess, really the better experience you'll have. That's uh, little man. <coughs> he wants to get on the pod too. Oh, there he's hungry. There he goes. Goes to the other side. I think it really has at least shown me how, like, literally when he cries, yeah. and I'm really like, you are there, yeah. like, automatic. Like when you can be in your sleep and he move a muscle, a twitch, a, a little snort that he does, you on it. But also think I have been somewhat connected with him hmm. for nine, nine months, months yeah. and eight days. That's true. Whereas you have been connected with him for eight days. That's very true. So, like once he came out, yeah. it was like blank yeah. sheet for me. You. Completely blank sheet where for you it's like, this is what's been inside of me. That's true. That's a big difference, I think. I think too, because that to me, like I was talking with Martavis again earlier today. Martavis is one of my boys, got two children. So it, it's really shown me one thing that I've learned. We about to go on. There we go. We're going lit. Before the uh, sponsor segment, she says, oh, this hasn't been deep enough. So now we're about to go deep. Um, kind of rambling. So it's really brought, I believe, us closer to certain people now that we have a child. We were able, you know, the FaceTime session that we had with Denny and Amber, the FaceTime session we had with Trey and Ash. I'm talking with Martavius more now than before, you know, getting advice and wisdom from him. One tangible difference that I believe I've seen is, and just for transparency here, you want to be around him all day. The whole day, start to finish, wake up to sleep. Like you want to be like right on him because he was inside of you, you know? For me, it's not like that. I can give me like an hour. We stare at each other in the eyes. I'm holding him. He falls asleep, whatever it could be. My cup's filled and I'm like overflowed for really the rest of the day. But I've really seen that I think we, just noticing this, have to kind of meet like in sync. Joshua Grady needs to be more intentional, spending time not only with just him, not only with just you, us three, you know, spending time together, going on a drive to a Whole Foods, whatever it could be, where we all can be together. And also Lydia Grady has to know that Joshua Grady, when he wants to go Uber Eats, is trying to put some money on the table because she got slightly upset a little bit because she's like, I just want you to be home. But in my head, I'm like, I'm going to work. So I think it's, it's like, you really do have to approach it 
with like love, joy. One thing that we speak on heavily is like gratitude. Oh, going back, see, we rambled. The one thing I want to talk about, God, excuse me before we get there, is it showed me just real quick is how God always meets our needs. And, you know, seeing how as a parent, there's literally, and I think you can agree to this, there's literally nothing you wouldn't do for him. You know, whatever he needs, it's like, we're gonna be there. Like no question, like hands down. And I believe for us is we have to realize in that padding you sound you hear is he just ate. So Lid is now burping him as he's milk drunk once again. Um, but God meets all of our needs. And I think it's just really shown us the relationship that we have with little man is God views us in a similar light. You know, he tells us that we're his children. He's going to take care of us. And I think we see that in him. It's like, no matter what, we are going to do whatever is needed to make sure he's good. And God looks at us the same way. But it's interesting because, yes, God meets every need of ours. And the fact that he's entrusted us a different role and season in life, it's now our responsibility and duty to meet his needs as God meets ours. Hmm. Do you think people can be scared of that responsibility that comes with that? Yes, because once you take on the role, like we took on the role as mom and dad, you don't have no that going back. back. <laughs> There's no going back. Not, oh, it's a season for a month. It's just a test trial. Bring mom and dad, see how it works. This baby, it's this ours. role yeah. has been given to us. And no rental. No, this is not a rental. He is locked in. But the fact that God entrusted us with those roles, like, he yeah. knows we can do it. It may be hard, but he knows we can do it. He knows that we can do it if we keep him first. Because he's really, like, blessed us in every way. He's met every need. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I, we were talking about just even on the finances is, you know, we were listening to a Michael Todd sermon earlier this morning. And it was just kind of talking about being in the middle, you know, being in the middle. And he was just saying the first step is what's your reality? You know, what is your reality? When we look at our financial situation, you know, shout out Corey Barnes and his wife, Kelsey. They suggested we talk a little bit on finances. Um, You know, our situation, we just had a child. Okay. Work-wise. You know, Liz not working, cycle bar closed down, and then naturally with everything going on with this virus, she's not working. Uh, For me, got the draft coming up. Maybe we see a check in May, maybe we don't. I don't know, you know, we don't know what's gonna happen with the draft, guys getting drafted. Naturally, they'll have a signing bonus, but you know, a guy that goes undrafted, it's not gonna be all too much. I get 3%, 2%, whatever it might be. You're not really getting a lot. You know, so we don't know what's going to happen with the football season. I think we'll still have it, but we could not. You know, we could not have a football season. It could get postponed. So I could not see my check in October either. I don't really know. Lord willing, you know, we still have it and it's still able to get paid. But the reality when it comes to the finances is somewhat be looking a little spooky. However, one, because God has blessed us, certain things have just fallen in place that he is just like, don't worry, I got you. You know, for us, Uber Eats came at an ideal time right before Roman came, because it was really for like, you know, three, four weeks, 
it's just in, you know, two, two to three hours, we're bringing in solid income for us. And God has provided for that. God has provided even with, honestly, with the stimulus check. If and when it comes, we're waiting on that, you know, whoever, IRS, let's do it. <clears throat> but long story short, he has provided in every sort of way. Um, so just more so grateful in that regards as well. Do you have anything to touch on with that? Okay, last question. We always try to have some sort of heart posture from being in a space of, did he just poop? Did, was that a poop? Yes. He just looked at like, I ain't do nothing. Um, <laughs> so timely. I hope, I wonder if the microphone caught that. Um, we always try to have a heart posture of being in a state of gratitude and really trying to like live in that and being grateful for what we have. How do you think that has affected our life right now, trying to maintain, you know, living in that? And what also would you say is one thing that you're grateful for in this time? So two part question. That was the first time. <laughs> first, so first, you look, that's that tire brain. <laughs> so first question. Why do you think living in a state of gratitude, how Roman, why do you think living in a state of gratitude is critical for us in this time? And how does it change, I guess, the way we live? It changes the way you see every situation that's in front of you. If you go into it knowing I'm grateful, even in, I'm grateful that I'm tired because I have a child that needs me. Like, Hi, buddy. <laughs> there go the snort. <laughs> what is one thing that you're grateful for? Um, Aside from the obvious. <laughs> Hi, buddy. There you go. Roman, I told y'all he takes over. It's over with. Oh, there you go. Okay. All right. All right. Sure. All right. Sure. So one thing that I'm grateful for in this moment is just grateful for life. Great, like new life. Like seeing this man, you know. Okay, you gonna take him off? All right. But seeing this man who fresh out the womb. You know, one thing Jeff said that I really like is he believes that closest we are ever to God is in the womb, you know, because at that point he's still, you know, making us, still forming us. And I look at Roman and I see his mannerisms and I see him and it's just like, I don't see how something so pure can become potentially, don't believe he will, but could become corrupt. And when we look at humans, like we are messed up people. We really do need a savior and we're thankful for Jesus. No question. But you see him and he is just so pure in a world that is so fallen, in a world where so many issues, so much trouble, tribulation, disease, things of that nature. You see Roman and it's just like pure, you know, he cries not because he wants to complain or because he has envy or because he has greed or pride. He's because he's hungry. He needs to poop or he needs attention, you know, truly just such an innocent state 
and seeing that, I don't know, it's just beautiful. It really is. And I just pray that for us, we can do everything that we need to do to you know, guide him to the Lord, create and raise a, an individual and a man that you know can bring some just good news to the world. So you got anything else you got over there? It's bath time. Okay, so it is bath time. Yeah, it's bath time. So we are about to give a little bit of bath. Um, well, that's what we got. This is Joshua Grady here. If you received anything from this, please share with a friend. If you got anybody that maybe is expecting a child, please share it with them. Someone that has a child, share it with them. Someone that wants a child, share it with them. Uh, follow us at Agent Talk IG at Lydia. Grady, two A's, two Y's, IG at Agent Grady underscore. And Roman is calling, so we out.